this live? Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. Yeah, okay. You got Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Amp Radio. And not just another edition, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 400. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Three years, 400 shows that I digress. We are here tonight to do hashtag smack my picks up for UFC Fight Night 148, also known as UFC Nashville, which is, of course, Stephen Thompson versus Anthony Pettis coming out of March 23rd, 2019 at the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee. Right. Hopefully uh, your boy Showtime will get to this event. But let's go ahead and get to it, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Proteus. I will be here all night with basically what we're going to do this evening is give you our picks for UFC Fight Night 148. Hashtag smack my picks up. Uh, then, of course, we are going to get into not so much uh, Amp Radio Rewind this week, but we're going to do a lot of news and notes in the second segment of the show because there is a lot of news to speak of this week. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get to the cast of characters that I'm usually here with, ladies and gentlemen, every Thursday night coming at you for Smack My Picks Up. We are down one usual cast member on this particular show. DJ Tony will be showing up a little bit later. But let's go ahead and bring her in. All right, we'll wing it. Hi, guys. Oh, man, this is... Yep. Hey, y'all. What's How's everybody? How I am so congested. I, I swear, North Carolina, it's a land of pollen right now. I can barely breathe. I am so congested. I'm I'm, I, I'm like a wino. I've got a bottle of cough syrup in my purse, and I just keep opening up and just taking swigs out of it. That's how bad it is. So, um, if right. I sound worse raspy, man, it's the pollen here. And I have to say <laughs> something... To, I think to you and Marco, mostly. Um, do you remember um, watching watching The Godfather? I'm gonna take a line out of that. Don't ever take sides against the family again. We're talking about Mosby dolls. So, hey y'all, happy nah, Thursday. Happy Thursday, Pammy. You don't have to be bad at me because I didn't go against the family. <laughs> Hang on, I'm just gonna okay. I'm gonna put your drop in right now. Okay? Hang on one second. I, and we'll bring Marco in in just one second. Oh, 400 shows, Pammy. And you've Where been a part of a lot of those shows. So congratulations to you as well. And, and of course... How fun is that? That's pretty cool, man. Let's go ahead and bring in the star that's of the show cool. right now. Deep from the heart of Texas. Marco from Micro, brother. Marco from Wakefield, you didn't miss my drop, though. I don't feel special anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, congratulations to Am Radio, man. 400 freaking shows. Isn't that fun? Who Who knew, man? Who knew? (laughs) The little friend I could. Everybody pat yourself on the back. (laughs) Yeah, the little train that could. That's right, Marco. We've been here. We've been here every week. Pretty much, unless there's been no events, 
for almost three years, man. And uh, obviously, as you can tell, we've been pushing out them shows because uh, 400 is nothing to sneeze at for any show. But yeah. as you'd like to say, Marco, yeah. why don't you go ahead and give us your famous words? It's talk son of a man, bro. That's right. So let's go ahead and throw into that now. Go ahead, DJ Tony, and cue that music. As I said, ladies and gentlemen, USC Fight Night 148 coming to us from Nashville, Tennessee. Drove through Nashville, Tennessee, uh, one, coming back from Florida. Tennessee is a beautiful state. We've talked about it before on the show. I won't get into it. To the welterweight division we go. Steven, the wonder boy, man, Thompson, against Anthony, hashtag Showtime Pettis. Let me go ahead and, and, and get into their records here, guys. Of course, nothing on my computer is working tonight. Great. Oh, and Darren Till comes up. That's even better. Never mind. Let's get into the odds, Pam. As you mentioned, the odds right now uh, are coming in. Um, Stephen Thompson is the favorite is a, at a minus 370. This is from five, ti- five Dimes, ladies and gentlemen, by the way. Anthony Pettis at a plus 310 coming back at us. So, Marco, we're in the main event here. Uh, why don't we throw, throw directly to you? Uh, Anthony Pettis moving up, of course, in weight. Uh, to fight Stephen Thompson. What do you got going here, brother, in the main event? I don't know if I should be doing any predictions lately because with my dismal record of 1-3 last week, another three the week before, ah. another three the week before, yeah. I am sucking. I'm, I'm drowning here, buddy. I'm drowning. But, uh, I noticed. <laughs> okay. I'm going to put a little bit of logic here, you know. I was there present. Everybody knows tonight that 3D Tony Perez lost his title to Rafael Dos Nachos. And that night, my baby girl, Angelica, was conceived. So then. Yep. <laughs> so, shame on shame you. On. <laughs> shame on you. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, look, I mean, that one says it all. That it's almost four years that, uh, you know, Tony lost his championship. And ever since then, ever since Rafael Dos Anjos took a piece of his soul, but Tony hasn't been the same, man. He tried to go to Featherweight. Didn't do well there. Uh, went back to lightweight. Yeah. Didn't do well there. I mean, granted, the people that he had lost to, they are all freaking killers, you know. Uh, Dos Anjos, Tony Ferguson. Uh, I mean, you name it. He he, he lost to the, the the who is who the freaking division, you know. But absolutely, deal, man. Not, not not a good look for Tony. And and this is just a uh, another patch, man. Uh, He's a natural 155er. He's going to be a way under some 170. Uh, I mean, Wonder Boy is not the biggest 170, but you will notice the freaking difference on fight night. And um, it's going to be entertaining because it's going to be mostly standing fight. I mean, there's no way in hell Steven Tosser is going to throw a, a double leg. He doesn't do that. I'm pretty Tony like to keep it a standing. So we must see some cool shit, but. Then again, would I not? I, I, I'm picking it, Wonder Boy, just because of the the, the, the frame difference, the weight difference, uh, the trend, the trend of pretty Tony, uh, win lose one, win lose one. This is a patchwork. I don't like the fix. I mean, he puts me wrong gray because I am always in a fan of Anthony Perez. But I think Wonder Boy is gonna uh, style on him. He, he's not gonna knock out uh, Anthony Perez. He doesn't get knocked out easy. He's very durable. But he's going to outpoint him, man. I mean, especially with his counterfighting style. Freaking Wonder Boy is an elite striker. I mean, work it, boxing champion. And we know, we know the credentials. So I'm going to pick Anthony. Um, 
Wonder Man Thompson, <laughs> a 49-46 unanimous decision, dude. I'm going to give one right. round to Pretty Tony. It is a fine rounder, but I give uh, Wonder, yeah. Wonder Man a 49-46 decision. And, of course, it's not called championship rounds anymore, Marco, for non-championship fights. What are we calling them? Main event, uh, main event rounds. Extra, that's right. Uh, Thank you very much, Marco. All right, so, Pammy, let me go ahead and give you uh-huh. the, uh, the records of these two gentlemen. They've got Stephen Thompson down at number three, of course, in the welterweight division, 14-3-1, putting it uh, up against Anthony Pettis. They've got him slated in as number eight here. I think maybe that might be a, a little bit of a mistake. I think that may be his uh, lightweight uh, ranking uh, 21, 8, and 0, oh, both gentlemen from the United States of America. Is that is his lightweight yeah. ranking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, here on, I'm just here on the UFC website, so yeah, that's what I figured they were doing. But, uh, you know, Anthony Pettis coming in against the number three guy in, in the division, uh, Pammy. Uh, what do you got going mm-hmm. on here in the main event? Do you feel the same way as Marco? Well,. You know, it kind of seems like, um, like, like Stephen Thompson is like the, uh, the experimental rep for everybody, you know, uh, Darren Till, you know, let's put him in at 185 or 170, whatever you went down to. And now Anthony Pettis, let's try him out against Wonder Boy. But is he from Tennessee? Because he's the only uh, fan I no. see. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, anyway, I get it. He's a, he's a Carolina man. He's a Southern boy. Um, you know what? I, I really like Stephen Thompson. Um, he's, um, you know, Anthony Pettis, his fight with Tony Ferguson, which I was there for, it was so much fun. Man, that, and that was kind of like the old, you know, Anthony Pettis was back. And according to his pattern, his win-loss pattern, it's actually time for him to win a fight because he's win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. He mm. lost to Tony Ferguson, uh, beat Michael Chiesa, lost to Dustin Poirier. So it's like a pattern, you know, one uh, Jim Miller lost to Max Holloway, one uh, Charles Oliveira lost to Edson Barbosa. So, it's, you know, so according to the pattern, he should win, but I, I don't think he's going to. I think Stephen Thompson, once they hydrate back up, I think, I think Stephen Thompson, he's just too big, he's too tall. I mean, he, even though he's mm-hmm. only uh, six feet tall, two yeah. inches taller, but he's got that three-inch reach advantage. He's got that fifth-degree black belt in Kempo Karate, black belt in kickboxing. He's a brown belt in jiu-jitsu versus um, Anthony's uh, black belt. But still, I I think he just has too many – he's just a little too polished. And I think this is not going to go decision. I I think it's going to be a third-round TKO. Uh, Wonder Boy's Mm -hmm. last TKO was 2016 with the post-USADA Hendricks. So – it's about time for him to get another uh, TKO. So third round TKO, uh, Stephen Thompson for me, please. Yes, I've got that for you. And Marco, I've got this one for you real quickly. I did this last week for you or uh, on, on uh, um, Sunday show. So I'll drop it here real quick. Oh my God. <laughs> Perfect. That is funny. Yeah, we're dark. For for the three of us here, guys, I think it's going to be a cl- clean sweep. I'm also going with the Wonder Man. I think, you you know, Marco, you bring up good points. You know, we, we cannot uh, discount Anthony Pettis' um, previous fighting uh, acumen. Uh, and, of course, he's a very good fighter. You know, he's very flashy. He's very good on the feet. Um, we, we, he's famously known for the showtime kick, you know, running off the cage and, and, mm-hmm. and getting uh, 
Yeah, exactly. So uh, that was the last WEC that, fight that in history. Whatever ago, man. I know against Ben Henderson. That was forever ago. I mean, Ben Henderson was still in the UFC back, or well, that was it went in the WEC. So the Ben Henderson's no longer WEC fight ever. That's the correct. That's correct. And close the show with that, yeah. A counter striker in in what we've seen of him lately, he's he's more prone to wait and and, and see what's happening. And Stephen Thompson is exactly the same way. I mean, look at what happened with. Thompson and and uh, Woodley. I mean, that was there was a standoff uh, until you know something happened, <laughs> and uh, not much happened in those two fights. Um, so I don't think that this is going to be that way though, uh, Marco. I think it's going to be very a very exciting. Anthony Pettis is going to want to come out there and 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 get busy early and and try and get into Stephen Thompson's face because of course we know Stephen Thompson has that you know laid back karate style that he uses so well. Uh, and as Pam mentioned, you know, the kickboxing skills of uh, Stephen Thompson are, are very, very high as well. So I think this one gets done. I think it gets done early. I think it gets done in the first, guys. Um, I think too much for Anthony Pettis right here. Stephen Thompson, as you mentioned, Marco, isn't the biggest welterweight. He, doesn't, he has a bit of a hard time with the cut, but always seems to be able to rehydrate well. So I think that's going to be the case here again. He's going to be the bigger, stronger guy, and he's going to take Anthony Pettis out early. I think it's going to be a, a, a TKO in the first for the Wonder Man wow. for me. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to the co-main event of the night. For the heavyweight division, we go. Curtis Blade versus your boy. Justin Willis from AKA. Uh, let me go ahead and give you guys uh, the odds right now. Curtis Blades is at a minus 250, Pamela. And uh, Justin mm-hmm. Willis coming back at us at a plus 210. Uh, before I throw to you, let me go ahead and give you their stats, if I can, quickly. This new website is brutal, UFC. Brutal. Oh, I, I don't even okay, use Curtis it. It's, Blades. it's horrible. Horrible. Curtis Blades, number four in the heavyweight division, ranked uh, 10-2-0 with one no contest against Justin Big Pretty Willis, who's coming at us at number 10 in the heavyweight division, 8-1-0. Pammy, what you got going on here mm-hmm. in the you know what? event? This is going to be short and simple. Uh, Curtis yeah. Blades takes him down with the first round TKO. Boom. Oh, wow. Okay, you said that so first. I ha- you said that so fast. I I couldn't get it down in time. Well, you know why? You um, know why I said it so fast? Because I did it in order and I did the Chito Rivera fight. You see what I'm saying? So, but but looking what I'm looking at, I'm not changing my mind. That those uh, Curtis Blades at the first round TKO. Bazinga. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, what do you mean you did it in order where you had a Cheeto verify? What I don't understand what that means. I, I was looking at, um, I, I went through, because I was on Sherdog, because I was working today, oh. and I, I went through Sherdog, okay. and the way the fights were listed, that's how I did it. Okay, okay, because so that's like not how they're listed on the yeah. UFC. No worries, no worries. Yeah. That's okay. No worries. I got you. Okay, um, so I wrote your name down again here. I'm having a great show tonight, guys. Uh, so I'm going to go next here in the co-main event, uh, Curtis Blades versus Justin Willis. I think this is going to be a tough fight um, for Curtis Blades. Uh, as we know, Marco, uh, Justin, big, pretty Willis uh, coming out of AKA with a reputation uh, of, of of trying to hunt down Daniel Cormier. You know, we, we've heard that, 
you know, there's been some definitely some um, competition between the two guys, and I think that's good for Justin Willis. You know, iron sharp, sharpens iron. And, of course, Curtis Blades, excellent fighter. I mean, you don't get to 10-2 uh, with one nil contest and, and be in the UFC and not be good. But I just think that this is, this is Justin Willis' come out, coming out party. I don't think it's going to go all three rounds. I'm going to take uh, Willis by second round uh, KO. Straight up, Marco. Straight up KO. I hear you. I throw to you, Marco. So, what you got here, buddy? So, uh, I'm here giving him a Sheldon Cooper reference to Singer. <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> Sheldon, uh, Pamela Sheldon Cooper <laughs> uh, from North Carolina. Oh, God. <clears throat> oh, well. So, oh, man, I've been struggling with this fight. I know Cortez Blake wants to take the bad taste of his mouth of the loss against Nganu on his last fight. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he, was, he was the favorite coming in. But then Nganu did what he did, you know, and then he did it again against Velasquez. So maybe we, we got a, a new and improved Nganu. You know, the story is still maybe. written on that. Yeah, but a lot of people are having Justin Willis out. This is his first high-profile fight. I mean, he's taken on number three. From 10 to 3, is a big jump, man. I mean, I, I guess the USC has a, uh, is keeping an eye on Willis. And, you know, either way, I don't know. I'm not following the guy. Yeah, you train with Velasquez and you train with uh, Cormier. But that doesn't mean you really fight them. And this is a fight. And Corti Blaze is an elite wrestler too, man. So it's a difference between wrestling on the freaking training room and, and, and a wrestling on a, on a fight. I think Cortez is going to take this one, man. Uh, for as much of the, the high praise of freaking Willis has, he hasn't fought the quality of wrestling. And I mean, I'm picking Cortez Blaze, man. Uh, until Justin Willis okay. proves me otherwise, I'm picking Blaze. He's the more non-commodity to me. He got the more quality wins. Prone for a freaking, for a freaking title shot. I mean, we would have been talking title shot if he, he, he beat Francis Ngato. So, uh, I'm going to be... Uh, Blades, and uh, I'm going to pick him with a, a second-round TKO, man. He's going to be able to ground Willis, eventually tire him out, and then ground on punch him to, to get the TKO, uh, TKO win. Second-round TKO for Cortez mm-hmm. Blades. I think, that, I think that Willis's wrestling has got to be pretty top-notch, especially just coming from the camp that he's at. But, I, I mean, interesting take. I'm not going to argue with yeah, you here like, on that one. Like I said, it's a difference in training wrestling and fighting wrestling. Yeah. And... Willis does not have the credentials that plays that. I mean, mm-hmm. he can be a really good... He's a, basically a boxer that learned learn wrestling. He's not a wrestler mm-hmm. that learned boxing. So it's a lifetime of, of, of a difference in there. So that's what I'm picking play. Just, just the pedigree okay. and uh, the fact that, that he's not a proven commodity for me just yet. Yep, absolutely. And, and with your record, he might just do that. A Badoo Oh, hell no! Oh, no, you <laughs> Stop. oh no, you didn't. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's, so let's go ahead and move on to spotlight fights of the night. What I'm going to try and do tonight, guys, is I'm going to try and give the odds as well for your spotlight fights of the night. Um, so, Marco, let's start with you for your spotlight fight of the night. Everyone's favorite segment, spotlight fight of the night. What you got, brother? I know what the new button is. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm struggling uh, with this. I mean, it's not really much after the man and the co-man on this uh, on this car, but uh, 
I noticed that two shirts for Megan is uh, on this card, and he's fighting as Flyweight. He's ranked right now as the number one contender for Flyweight. And, and we're going to talk about it uh, on, on the next segment about what, what might happen to Flyweight and Bantamweight. But you uh, yep. for me that wants to make noise, this is time to make it. I mean, he's fighting over Vasina Figueredo. Figueredo, I don't know. Who the fuck is that guy? For me, he's taking this fight. He's going to take it on by submission in the second round. And then he needs to make okay. some noise. He ever wants to get a title shot time right now. Otherwise, it's going to go away for him. I mean, it, it's a race in between him and Benavides. Uh, Ray Paul might, like, who knows. But uh, if the time is now. The whole landscape has changed in the last... 24 hours, man. So for Megan, yep. second round submission. Okay, and let me give you the odds on that one real quickly, mm-hmm. gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. He is at, at a minus 135 for Mega coming back at us at a plus 115. So maybe the odds makers trying to get some money on this one coming in uh, the other way. Pammy, uh, let's throw it to you, mm-hmm. and then I'll. And then I'll uh, Pammy, what you got for your spotlight fight of the night? Okay, well, um, I just got to let you know, one of my favorite people is fighting, and I was going to choose him for my spotlight fight, but I changed my mind. I'm going with Bryce Blowout Mitchell versus Bobby Moffitt. Remember okay, him? Yeah. You someone that blew out his <laughs> testicle? The muscle man. Yep, yep. So, and... Um, you know, both of these guys are submissionators. I mean, submission specialists. Uh, Bryce Mitchell, 10-0. and 0, uh, Bobby Moffitt, 14-3. and 3. I think I'm taking this. I, I don't think each of them is going to out-submit each other. So I am picking Bryce Blowout Mitchell with the decision. Man. <laughs> hey, over the All right. What's over the what's, muffin, uh, man, Do you have any right. odds on that or not? Yeah, I'm just going to give them to you right now. Um, okay. We've got uh, Bobby Moffitt at a minus 165 right now and Bryce Mitchell at a plus 145 coming back at us. Okay. You know the Muffin Man, right? The Muffin Man? Who lives on Cherry Lane? Shit, that's there all we you go. had to Thank say. You very much, Pammy. Thank you. Look, uh, I, I'm going to have to de- disagree with you, uh, Marco. I thought there were some good fights on the undercard, even, I mean, you've got Alexis Davis, Random Marco, Marcos versus Angela Hill. That should be a pretty interesting fight. I mean, Angela Hill is a great fighter. Oh and Random Marcos hasn't really been a, um, impressing me lately, except for um, her outfit that she wore at the open workouts was actually quite revealing. So that we, you know, as we know, we all, we all like that. Thank you, Tony. But I think I'm going to focus on the, on the main card as well. And I'm going to go to the John McDessie fight against... Uh, uh, you, you don't say it, Jesus. You say it, Jorge. Is that how you say it? Fin- Finado? Is it Jorge? If it's spelled Jesus, in, in, in Jorge, right? In Spanish, correct? It's Jesus Pinedo. Jesus. Correct the mundo. Thank you very much. Why was I saying Jorge? Did I... Oh, I don't know. I don't. Anybody know? Anybody? I don't know. I think you're thinking of Mosby Dog. You're thinking of a three-piece in a soda? <laughs> there we go. We'll get the three-piece in a soda in, in one moment. I do apologize. Uh, John McDessie coming at us at the favorite, as the favorite is a minus 310 uh, against Pinedo at a plus 255. Jesus. And I'm going to sit. <laughs> I'm never going to live that one down, am I? Thank you, dummies. Jesus. Jesus, exactly. Everybody's just going to be yelling Jesus at me. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm going to take McDessie uh, here, guys. I think it's going to be an, a, a good fight. I think McDessie has been learning um, over his past couple of fights, you know, what not to do. You know, getting knocked out and getting his jaw broken is probably not the, the smartest thing to do for this guy. Um, 
again, he needs to stick to what he's good at, pick this guy apart and be the bull. Uh, I'm going to take him third round, and I'm going to take him third round TKO. Pammy, I got mm-hmm. you three Correct pieces of soda. Correct the Insert that drop right there, Tony. You guys mentioned last week's fight card, so let's just touch on it real quickly. Uh, as I'm I mentioned to you before the show started, Pam, you, you did take down mm-hmm. the championship this week, mostly yeah, contended yeah. by myself. Marco, you had a, an abysmal week, as you mentioned, and so did DJ Tony. But let's go to this right real quickly, and let's touch on, uh, Pam, because uh, you want to touch on the mm-hmm. three-piece and a soda. Um, what mm-hmm. do you, what do we, I mean, me and you both took uh, Masvidal. Of course, you picked it exactly right, TKO in the second. Um or KO, sorry, in a second, and that's what happened. So let's like, get you to touch on that real quickly, Pammy. Go. Well, it's like, I, you know, I, I told you guys, I think, um, you know, Masvidal is, is a certain kind of crazy that I, I, I don't think that Till was prepared for, you know, especially when he said, I'm going to knock your head off, and Masvidal said, um, that's not going to happen, but I appreciate, you know, I like your spunk, and, and his eyes just yep. lit up at the thought of it. So I think he's just a different kind of crazy that uh, – and very, I, I think he is very underrated, you know, and, and I think that's what happened. I think that Till thought that he, he was just some, like, street fighter, and, and uh, Masvidal's got skills, you know. you got to admit, he's got some skills. So I, I yeah. was pleased. Pleased. And I wanted to, I wanted you, to apologize Jesus. to the <laughs> – I wanted to apologize to the listeners because I went on a whole rant on, on Sunday's show about how uh, Masvidal should be next for uh, Nurmi. And of course they're not fighting in the same division anymore right now, but uh, no, I think that uh, you, you make a good point that Masvidal's got skills. He's, he's not next in line. I think Covington is, is next in line yep. for Usman, uh, but I do, I do believe that they should not waste Masvidal right now. You know, with the three piece in the soda, Marco mm-hmm. is printing out the t-shirts right now as we speak. You know, I think they, they if they if they do not ride this wave of Masvidal's popularity, and I think Khan has oh, already thrown his hat in that ring. Yeah, this is what I, I was just about to say. Mm-hmm. I was about to say that, and I was about to throw to Marco to get him to comment in on this as well. Marco, I think that that's a great fight to 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 keep Masvidal in in the conversation. Of course, Masvidal says, "Let's do it in Ireland." Great idea, right, yep. Marco? Yes. So you know, shape and a haircut. Now we got three piece and a soda. Masvidal did, I guess, everything right last week. I mean, he was a media darling in, in London, in the UK. Everybody wanted to talk to him. He did great on the on the on the freaking uh, workouts. I mean, he was doing everything right. The press conference. Wow, uh, impressed with the guy, man. Now he was winning the last yeah. until he lost it, and I mean, kudos to Masvidal for his toughness, you know. And then the way he adjusted in the second round. Right. What can I say, man? The guy is a veteran of the game. He's finally settling in on his weight, 170. The, the, the book is still to be written because the top guys are, are all wrestlers, you know. I think he's going to have trouble with Askren, Coviton, or Usman. I mean, enter Demi Maya. But that is a conversation for another day. But when it comes to strikers, he can, he can strike with anybody in the planet. Uh, yeah, you are stupid if you don't think that the Leon Edwards master of is not next for them too. It's already the promo just for itself. You're gonna see that the handle of three piece and a soda from here until eternity. They're probably gonna highlight uh, 
Ireland or another finite because you know that's the way it's going to be. And then we we can talk you know either number one contender or, or title shot, depend on how the freaking uh, landscapes uh, come out. I mean, Ben Askren went to freaking London to freaking get the fight with Masvidal or or Till, and and Leonel just took it from him because Masvidal you know couldn't keep his school on on, on light TV man. But it's okay. I mean, I don't matter it. Leon Edwards, Jorge Masvidal is a great fight. Ben Askren is going to have to fight himself another opponent. But yeah, let's do it, man. Three yeah. pieces and a what, what can I say? It, it works. Like, where is it? Where, where the teacher has been sold, man? I got to go online and start, I gave me one already. I figured you were printing yeah. them down there in, deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> yeah, but he lives in Florida, brother. So it's a Florida thing. I don't trust anybody down there in that state. Never mind. Let's move along. Uh, okay, guys, you, you, you did mention, let's touch on this real quick. Edwards and, and uh, Masvidal had a little bit of a scuffle in the back. What did you think about that live on TV? Did you think it was very uh, WWE-esque, Pammy, or what? Funny, because I was just, um, you know, we were watching the interview, and it was everything calm and cool, and then it was just so funny. He was like, excuse me. And he walks over there with hands, you know, with his hands behind his back, and then pow, 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 And I'm like, what? 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 What just happened? It was such a, it was crazy. Three piece in a soda. But, you know, yeah, for real, you know. And it's like, why are you talking shit, you know? But hey. Yep. You know, okay. funny, yeah, I, I don't. That was crazy. Let, 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 let me chime in real quick. Uh, okay. I, yep. do not condone, I, I do not condone the action because if it was any other fighter. He might be already out of the USC. I mean, enter Paul exactly. Davis, you know. Or if it was somebody yep. that, you know, we dislike, if it was a Kobe Covington or even a Conor McGregor, we would be talking so much shit about it. Like, whoa, he's unprofessional. Why did he do that? I did not like how Masvidal went about it. He should have just ignored Leon Edwards. Maybe talk some trash and stuff, but there was no need for him to go to him and then three pieces in a soda. Well, and on his behalf, he did have his hands behind his back. It doesn't matter. He shouldn't even approach Leon Edwards. That is the point. He was in the middle of an interview. He should have kept his cool. Kept his cool. Edwards was talking shit. Let him be. Because your moment was in front of the camera. Now, I don't condone the, the action, but can he have his behind his back or not? doesn't freaking matter. He should have never done it because that is assault. That is assault. Yeah. Whether you want to... If the pressure is another, it's still assault. But uh, for promotional purposes, I like it. Because they're going to show it all over the place when the Leon Edwards Marvels fight happens. It's going to be promotional, but practice not to use that piece of footage. They're going to show it everywhere. Like they used the dolly for, for McGregor and freaking Hadid. They're going to use it too. How they use the freaking. You know, and he said that himself. Yeah. yeah. He, he said that, use, that they were going to use it yeah, for promotional purposes. Yeah. Masvidal should count his blessings. Because he was in London. He was not in the United States. That the freaking London Commission, you know, didn't decide to press charges against him because then he would have been on real trouble. He should count his blessing. You know, let, let, let's be very aware yeah. of that fact. So, yeah, and, so, and then Edwards I, I, declined to uh, uh, press yeah, charges and, and, as well. Edward, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, don't condone what he did. Okay, that guys. was stupid. That was very unprofessional. The guy was doing excellent yeah. all day, all week. And then he took his yeah. shine away. I mean, but it is what it is now. We're going to enjoy it anyway. Absolutely. I agree 100% with everything you said. What the hell's going on? And let's get to the news, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So let's start at the top. TJ Dillashaw is no longer the champion. 
135 pounds uh, due to a an abnormality, is what they're calling it, Marco, um, with not only the New York State Commission, but also with Sadek, with the pre-fight testing. Dillashaw has given up his belt. He's not going to hold up the division at all, which, in my opinion, you've got to give him props for that, but maybe he knows something that we don't. Marco, let's throw to you what you got on this piece of news. Okay, so... New York wasn't really the one that tested uh, negative on, on that. It was USADA, and USADA forwarded the results to the New, the New York Athletic Commission. And New York handed Dillashaw a one-year suspension at a $10,000 fine. So yep. for all intents and purposes, adjudication was already, has already been made. USADA should not get involved anymore because he's already been suspended. Now, this is just my opinion, you know, uh, well, whatever the facts are, they're going to be laid out later. They haven't disclosed what he tested positive for because with the new USADA policy, unless the fighter himself discloses it, they keep that private until until everything is adjudicated, until everything gets sorted out. You know, then they can do an official release. Uh, if DJ Dilla show vacated his belt, I think there is more fire to this smoke than, than we know. Because if he, if he was really, really truly innocent, he would have fought it, but I think he, he, he finds himself within a rock and a hard place. Uh, and uh, and I, I, he was either that or, or get a strip, you know, because we already know he's going to be gone for a year at, at the minimum. And uh, I, uh, this whole thing of him going up to 125, and this is just my wild speculation, I got no basis for this. Uh, he didn't test positive for anything before that. Or after the fact, he got he positive in the competition window within the 12 hours before and the 12 hours after the fight. Or the 24 hours, not 24 hours, 24 hours before, 24 hours after the fight. So it led me to believe that he probably don't some sort of diuretic to lose the final freaking pounds that he was probably having trouble with. Because remember, Dillard should look like freaking dead on that... that uh, he did, yeah. Yeah, on the freaking uh, scale. So this is my speculation. that he probably tested positive for some form of diuretic. And that's what he being hopped up for. Because uh, he wasn't trying to gain muscle. He was trying to cut a shitload of weight. So that's probably what he's being uh, punished for. I mean, it's a shame because Dillard Show is a great fighter. I was looking forward to for him fighting Morales, or even a second fight with Seguro at 135. But now we're going to have to put him on the shelf for a year retroactive to, to January. So we won't, see them, we won't see him until at least January of 2020. Of him vacating the bill is the right thing to do. Let the division move along. Morais and Argument Stanley, by logic, should be the next freaking fight. And Flyweight, please, Seguro, don't go to Bantamweight. If you are really uh, the savior of Flyweight, you know, this just gave the, the, the Flyweight division for another 10 to 11 months. Defend your belt. You got Formiga and you got Ray Borg right behind you, and you got Joseph Benavides that is a ready-made fight because he already beat you once. To, 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 for you to defend the title and keep freaking flyway alive. So, Seguro is still a flyway. At least defend once a flyway. And uh, let's sort out the mess that is right that went right now with freaking Marlon Moraes and uh, Algernon Stanley. Yeah, and I think that uh, we, we heard from uh, Cejudo's camp that they are eyeing that rematch with Benavidez at 125 mm-hmm. pounds. I just was reading that on Twitter earlier on. So, I, I think that that's, that's what you say, Marco, is, is great there. Well, that's the funny thing is when you saw that, I don't think he was taking any kind of, like, performance enhancer. 
I think like Marco, he was doing something to cut weight, not not gain weight. And the funny thing that um, because you know Cody right away chimes in with his stupid stuff. So now that makes you wonder. Okay, you know like if the, the you know that saying if you point one finger, two fingers are going to point back at you. So now that what's that yeah. same t- team alpha male? Yeah, three fingers point back at you, telling me that somebody's in it, it was juicing also, like um Cody himself. So. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. And I, I, I had heard that, Marco. I heard heard had heard that same rumor that you know, perhaps it was a diuretic and, and, and it does make sense. I, I did say originally when everyone was discussing this fight even happening at hundred and twenty five pounds that um TJ has never fought ever in his life at 125 pounds, so it it seemed very odd for him to take that fight. But again, he wanted to be the champ, champ, and whatever. Yeah. That seems to be the era era that we're in. Let's move along to the next segment, ladies okay. and gentlemen, yeah, to the next topic. And just in retrospect, what a mess would have been if he would have won that fight and then this happened. Right. What a oh, mess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you and see again, that his performance. Yeah, did you see that picture of him where he's sitting at the table and he's got just, I mean, like 8,000 pill bottles right there in front of him. So, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, to me, like I said, I just think he was trying to cut weight, not, you know, because whatever well, he could I mean, enhance his performance by any means. And again, we know, we know that at this uh, kind of weight cutting time that anything that may be in the body, especially if you're stressing mm-hmm. it out to the point that TJ Dillashaw has, I mean, if if we're to believe the science that is about John Jones, then we have to believe that this could come up with other fighters. You know what I mean? Yep. Like if you're if you're in that weight cutting uh, zone and you're really aggressively cutting weight, like TJ did, putting your your organs on the line and, and you know bringing your body to that almost death state, then maybe something might show up. And hey, I don't know. We, like you said, Marco, the new uh, regulations from USADA, we we may never know what actually he popped for. He's If he wants to take that year off, take the suspension, give up the belt, don't hold on to, you know, hold up the division. He's good enough, Marco. He's good enough to come back and win again. He's he's one mm-hmm. of the top fighters. What you got? That's right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So it was released, uh, again, I think it was about 24 hours ago, Marco, maybe more, uh, that Dana White did a bunch of interviews. He did one with uh, John Morgan announcing um, that, the UFC was moving to a, a a contract with ESPN Plus that would make them the sole provider of pay-per-views moving forward. And of course, let's put, let's add an addendum to this one as well. They also added two more years, Pammy, to the contract with mm-hmm. ESPN. So business seems to be booming on ESPN and ESPN Plus for the UFC and ESPN. Uh, Pam, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, all the all, all the pay-per-views now have to run through ESPN Plus. Is that something that you want to do? Um, you know, well, I have ESPN Plus right now, and um, all and um, you know, like the other day we were watching the fight, and I was having issues buffering. You know, so I'm like, what the hell? You know, so yeah. what what I, I'm wondering is, what about all these bars that? advertise for the fights and, and things like that. Right. You know, now they're going to have to, you know, me, a lot of people Let me do jump that. in real yeah. quickly, Pammy. Okay. Pammy, let me jump in real quickly on that one because I, I did, I do have the answer to that one for you. 
Uh, okay. there, there is still a deal for bars and such that they can go to the UFC uh, and get those contracts so settled uh, with the UFC. So bars that carry the UFC will not be affected. They will not have to go through ESPN+. Plus. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just, you know, how much more are they going to nickel and dime everybody? You know, a lot of people didn't um, because they didn't want to pay for the additional app. Now it turns out that now in order to watch a pay-per-view, you have to buy the app. So what is that going to do for pay-per-views? Is that going to, you know, is it going to deter people from buying the pay-per-views? Or, you know, because I know they had that special if you bought, I think uh, if you paid X amount of dollars that you got one of the pay-per-views for free, I think that's what it was. But, you know, I don't know. It seems like, like everybody's trying to app you to death. And you know, like yeah, you said okay. that the Bellator app is think, going up by 50%. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that as well. I think that that's a, 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 a good point. Maybe we should address that now that uh, uh, DAZN has uh, upped their prices by 50%. If you're a monthly subscriber, if you buy for the year, um, they've, they've lessened the, the, the cost a bit. Marco, let's throw to you because there's lots that, to, to consider here. Pammy brought, brings up good points. You know, not only for the consumer, but for the fighters. What does this mean for the fighters as well? I mean, if you're if you're a fighter who's who's got uh, points on pay per views, um, and nobody wants to to buy through ESPN Plus, what does this mean for the champs, Marco? So uh, I don't think the sky's falling. I think this is the trend of the times because everything is going to streaming services. Sure. So let's break, let's break this this thing down. ESPN. They're not stupid. They like the two and a half months. I mean, th- this is unprecedented. They only been two and a half months officially with the UFC since they launched, and they already extended it for another two years. They threw an additional six hundred million dollars to the already one point five million dollar uh, contract they got to add those two additional years, plus the licensing fees for freaking uh, pay per views. So. Let's say, you know, this is because I don't know how much it, they ask for the license fee. Let's say they, they, they add another $100 million a year for that. So there is an extra $700 million for the seven-year seven deal. Not counting the fact that they're going to get revenue. And I think the revenue share of the pay-per-view is going to be very favorable to the USC because everything started when, uh, when DirecTV did not want to negotiate with the USC to, to, to lower their share. Yep. To a 30, 30, 70%, and the US says, okay, you go kick rocks. And then Comcast and, uh, and the, the Time Water freaking uh, and all the other uh, uh, cable providers came to the negotiating table. They didn't want a deal, and so they said, okay, we just take it to, they want to originally take it to five pass, but ESPN said, no, 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 we'll take it. So the people at ESPN really like what they're getting. These, these are not stupid people. They are spending a shitload of money to get these license fees because the, the promotional mass of ESPN and their batch, I don't think it's going to affect the, the, the buying rate as much. You know, the regular pay-per-views, you know, the normal ones might get affected a little bit, but when the big players come to town, the, the John Joneses, the Conor McGregor's, you know, the Brock Lesters, you're going to see a, a boom in freaking a, a, a buys on ESPN. And believe me, they will let you know. All that said, man, I mean, the, the additional two years, you know, the fact that Ari Emanuel resigned the contract with Dana White for seven more years for the guy to be the president of the USC. So we're getting Dana White for the duration. This is booming. Yeah, business is booming with the USC. Uh, people are getting upset because people don't like change. Because, you know, I got ESPN Plus, 
they're going to lower the price of the pay-per-views from 65 to 59.99. So uh, basically, the, the price of the freaking uh, subscription for that month, they're going to take it into consideration. So instead of paying $65 for the pay-per-view, you're paying 60 bucks. So you shouldn't complain too much for the pay-per-view. Plus, they're going to be able to bundle it. If what the government and affairs said is true, you know, I take that with a grain of salt, but if they can bundle it and lower the prices for those pay-per-views that nobody want to, want, to, want to see really, even better. Because it's a one-shop stop now. People that want to go to TV Busters and Hooters and stuff, they're going to still do it because commercial cable providers are still available. And the guys in Canada, this shit does not affect you, motherfuckers, so you don't complain. This is only for the United States. <laughs> only in the United States. And yep. then you got that song that just, no, it wasn't a 50% increase, it was a 100% increase because they doubled the rate from 9.99 right. to 19.99. Now, I don't know what they're doing, but now I definitely will get in that side. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I, they don't got anything in there that enticed me bad enough to buy that song. But I'm not getting about the with ESPN Plus because they got a lot of content in there, not only the MMA, they got boxing, they got MLB, yeah, Major League Baseball, uh, basketball, and you name it. Uh, it's the time, the, the way the times, man, the way the time, get used to the streaming thing because that's the way things are going. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's getting to the streaming business. Pam, ask your question quickly, please. Oh, no, my, my question was, you know, in, in pertains to that. Okay, so what if people um, decide, hey, you know what, I'm not going to download the app, I'm not going to buy the pay-per-views via ESPN Plus, and say you get, you know, 200 people would rather go to a bar. So you get, like, all these people that could have had ESPN Plus and, and bought the pay-per-views, and now you're getting all these people that don't want to do it and into a bar to fight. So does that decrease the amount of pay-per-views? And does that decrease the amount of, of um, pay going to the fighters, the pay-per-view yeah, points got, going to the fighters? Yeah, get, you you got to understand that the way they sell commercial cable uh, uh, providers like bars and stuff differs from uh, the, mm-hmm. the watch com. Like a bar, yeah. you're not going to pay $65 for a pay-per-view. They pay, uh, okay, they, 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 the calculation goes the capacity of your, loca- of your location, you know, mm-hmm. and they calculate full capacity, uh, times, you know, uh, they, 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 they play a pre, they pay a pretty penny to get that penny. Yeah, they like, pay more. If, if we, yeah. yeah. Oh, if, they if do. We pay, okay, okay, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, if, we, if, we, yeah, if we pay 65 a bar will pay $10,000 or something like that to get the pay-per-view because yeah. they're going to get their money back with the, the drink, the, the people buying drinks, and people freaking mm-hmm. out, eating, and pay, paying the cover charge. So, yeah, it's a completely different equation when people go to bars. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. so quickly, guys, that. let me let me slip in here, guys, because we we got to end this show soon, and I got one more topic that I want to get to, but I do want to weigh in on this one as well. Okay, so um, years and years ago, when we first started this show, and we heard Lorenzo Fertitta say that Fight Pass was going to be the Netflix for MMA, I thought that was a great idea. It's taken us a number of years for you know the mainstream and for the even the UFC and the UFC's owners to get their fucking heads around. The fact that streaming services are the wave of the future, Marco, you're right. You're absolutely positively right. And I've been saying this, when the WWE came out with their model, I said the UFC needs to do this. This is what needs to happen. This needs to be the industry standard. You can go back in the archives. We've got 400 shows. I've I've been saying it for 400 shows almost, that this is what needs to be happening. Now, how does it affect the fighters? No idea. 
no one's consulted them. No one gives a crap about what the fighters have to say or what they think because the UFC is doing what's best for them and what's best for the UFC's owners because they own they owe a crap ton of money. And, of course, that crap ton of, ton of money is just increasing and increasing the more money they start spilling into this. Now, like you said, Pam, will people not want to buy ESPN Plus? Probably. Probably. I can't see that people would want to go through the effort of, of having to pay, uh, you know, for ESPN Plus just to watch the the UFC. Yes, there's a lot of UFC mm-hmm. events um, that are on ESPN Plus. So, I mean, what we're on, what, eight now already? And, and uh, you know, so there's going to be a lot of content if you're a <laughs> UFC fan. And that may be um, something that attracts people. I don't know. Um, but I do okay. also think I'll, that... A little yeah, I know, I, I, Marco. I quickly just let me finish sorry, because sorry, we got sorry, five sorry. minutes left, and we got stuff we got to move on. So, um, I got a lot to say about this. And one thing I think, putting it through ESPN, a big company like ESPN, kind of like Bellator does with Viacom, is this may weed out um, illegal streaming. This may be a way to cur- okay. curtail. Yeah that from happening because if you've got a big company like ESPN behind you, you no know, Disney and all that stuff, there's a lot of money coming at you. And, and that may, may be a bit an easier way for them to track you to see whether what's happening. Marco quickly, what you got? According to ESPN, they already got 2.5 million subscribers on ESPN plus. So that is yeah. just fake news. To them. Hashtag. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> okay, you take it to, to ESPN and Mickey Mouse. They'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, listen, quickly, guys, I, I, I think, you know, ESPN is a big name. And like you said, Marco, like you've been saying for the, the duration of um, the, since this in, the inception of the ESPN era, you've been saying this. It's great for the sport. So I don't, dis- I don't disagree. And, and maybe it will be good. And maybe putting all their eggs in one basket will be good for them, guys. But um, I don't know. It may just force people in the, in the interim or in the first little bit to, to go towards uh, illegal streaming. And that may also, um, you know, be easier for them to find those people that are doing that. Okay, let's move on real quickly, Marco, because uh, you did mention this in your your uh, breakdown of this. So let's go ahead and do this drop real quick. What's up, everybody? That's right. Dana White has been brought on um, by uh, the UFC and it, and it's um, the Empire to uh, to extend the the deal, the ESPN deal, uh, so that they have faith, Marco, in in Dana White moving forward. And and as if we're to believe what Dana White says, they have big plans. What do you, what do you what are your thoughts on this? And what do you think about seeing Dana White for the near future? Um, not showing up, but all the ESPN Plus shows because. He's got to go to uh, basketball games, but what do you got going on, brother? <clears throat> okay, so I'm not going to hate on Dana because, you know, we, we do a lot of that. And, uh, Eddie Emanuel is a very smart man. I mean, he's a multi-billionaire for a reason, you know, and the guy has been running a successful co- companies all his life. You know, his brother is a, the mayor of Chicago, worked with the Obama administration, whatever. Eddie Emanuel is super smart. And he, he, he knows the value of Dana White on the USA. Uh, plus, you know, Dana still holds uh, 8% share of the company, too. So, you know, it's good to have him on the fold. If he ex- extended him for seven more years, eh, there is a reason for it. I mean, the ESPN deal is, is huge. It's humongous. <clears throat> I think it's, 
this game changer on the industry. And uh, the fact that uh, that they're giving him this vote of confidence and uh, they signed this deal like a, a, a couple of days after the no, no, a couple of a week before the, the new SPN deal was freaking ironed out, it tells you a lot about the the way they think things are going. They are making money hands over fist right now. I mean, I told you already, the ESPN deals alone is already worth two point one billion dollars. Never mind the licenses fee for for freaking uh, the pay per views, plus all the licensing fees around the world of TSN and BTS Sports in the UK. And uh, mm-hmm. then, uh, you name it, all the all the networks around the world, they're pulling about seven hundred million dollars a year on licensing fees alone. The days of thinking that the pay per view was their freaking main main revenue stream are over. They're making all the money on licensing fees, and believe me, when the freaking deal for freaking uh, Reebok comes up, you're gonna have Nike, Adidas, the parent company of Reebok, and Under Armour taking a good look, and the next freaking sponsorship deal is gonna be way bigger than seventy million dollars. Way, way bigger because you got the ESPN master behind you. You got the blessings of Disney, you know. Uh, they're making money hands over fees, so don't cry for me, Argentina, that you're still making no money because they're, they're already guaranteed, they got guaranteed money for the next seven years. And the pay per view is icing on the cake. So don't even feel bad if the pay per view is good on ESPN Plus because they got guaranteed freaking money, you know. <laughs> that is just the bottom line. It is just for the sport, man. They know why. For wonderful words, you know, we, we call him Lord Dana for a reason because the guy can be a dick sometimes. And some of the moves that he makes, we, yeah. we scratch our heads. But for better or for worse, all the moves that he has made have grown the sport and have definitely grown the USC. So we have him for another seven years, man. Yeah, again, as much as, like you said, as much as we like to hate on him, um, he's, he's definitely, as he as calls himself, is a genius. That's it? I thought you were I was trying to do a drop, bro. I was trying to do a drop. Pam, what you got going on in this uh, subject? Well, I'm, I'm just look, I'm just remembering that interview he did where he couldn't even get the days of the month right. So, um, <laughs> did you see that one? We, uh, no, anyway, I didn't. No, but, um, no. It was so funny because he's talking to somebody. I forget who's talking about. He's like, we've got April, May, June, August, September, October, and I'm like, oh, okay. But anyway. Um, Oh, I'm going to take uh, Marco's famous words. You know what? It is what it is. And I don't know. I, I'm just hopefully maybe we can get his head out of his ass and, and get to the way it used to be where rankings and belts did mean something because there are those of us that like that aspect of it where, you know, the, the rankings and the belts did mean something. Janelle? I do know. And, 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 and it'll be interesting to see moving forward, Pam, if, you know, the legitimacy of ESPN kind of brings that um, back into the fold. I mean, that's why they brought the rankings in. In Conor McGregor done changed the game, and, and Ronda Rousey changed the game. And To be fair, to, yeah, to be fair 90, yeah. 90, 90% of the time, we always get the rightful number one contender. I made this argument before. Sure. I mean, yeah, once in a while we get these super fights and these freaking uh, fights that make no sense. But 90% of the time, when it comes to the championships, and we're going to the number one contender fights, they got their fights right, man. I mean, yeah, we get upset when sometimes fights don't make sense. But most of the time, we get the fights that we, that's supposed to happen. Real quick, um, just so, I'm going to give you guys a heads up so you can start prepping. Um, World Naked Gardening Day is the first Saturday in May. So y'all start doing your crunches and your sit-ups. 
All right. Well, I'm not wearing any pants right now, so I guess I'm preparing already. So, but <laughs> nice. all right. I wanted to. All right. So I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Bellator 218 that is going down tomorrow, um, March 22nd. Of course, we did not give it any love until just now. But before we close the show, I no. wanted to say that. So tune in there on the zone yeah. or wherever it is being shown. Tammy. Let's throw to you. Yep. You have a Twitter follow or guilty pleasure of the week. What you got? Guilty pleasure, March Madness, go Blue Devils. Amen. Who? That's what's up. That's what's up. Who? I, I, I yeah, just, you know just, who. Just so you, if, yeah. if you all don't know, Who's your um, daddy? Pam and I have a rivalry <laughs> going back and forth. Uh, you know, I'm a North Carolina fan and she's a Duke fan and uh, I sent her a nice picture of me wearing my North Carolina hat the other day it's actually my Twitter picture right now because I felt so good about it, Pammy um, that I needed to uh, uh, to put that on there (laughs) and and I put you in your place (laughs) well I mean, I don't know if I really pay attention to what you're saying with those. <laughs> I don't even see the. Are you wearing a blue shirt? I don't even notice. I don't oh, even know what's going on. Whatever. Whatever. Well, bow down. Bow down. <laughs> I will. Absolutely, positively, never. Absolutely, positively, are you never. A shirt at all? <laughs> okay, guys. Are you wearing a shirt at all? Oh. All right, now. You know what? I'm gonna put um, I'm gonna put like pasties, like Duke pasties on, and I'm gonna take a picture. How about that? All right, yeah, that sounds great. I love that one. Um, anyways, moving right along, <laughs> lightsaber. Uh, so Pro- Proteus's shower pick for this week. I've added it on to the playlist. If you want to see this playlist, it is available on my uh, YouTube of music. Uh, under P-R-O-D-E-U-S that is the correct spelling of Proteus unfortunately my Twitter name not so much uh, is stranded by Gorgia I don't know Gorgia Gorgia I, I, honestly I've been doing a lot of just randomly looking around for music and I don't know the names of the band so I apologize but it's a great track check it out Stranded Marco go ahead and get us out of here for the week what you got? Guilty pleasure. You got uh, Twitter follow. What you got? So big shout out to Gordon George and Ghost because they took today and tomorrow off to watch March Madness. So those guys have to get it. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah, March Madness is a different thing to watch this weekend. You know, uh, of course enjoy the fights on ESPN Plus. And uh, I guess that's on tomorrow. That's a race of price. Now I definitely don't get it. But. Uh, Follow Tony. I, I have to get Tony. Your absence upsets me today, Tony. Don't do it again. Follow Produce and Produce. Follow Pana Pandora Balls. Follow me at Marco Marco. Follow the show. Follow the show at another app. Follow the show at another MMA cast. Later reviews, knuckleheads. You are on Google Play, iTunes, you name it. Blog Talk Radio. Give us a good review, comment. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. So we need more listeners. You know, so you are an MMA, MMA junkie like we are. No, 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 no uh, You know, give us a follow. Uh, listen to the show, subscribe. Uh, we're gonna lead you guys. Catch you again next week. Enjoy the fights. Thank you very much, Marco. And I just wanted to along that uh, sentiment. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in lately. We've had the numbers have been great and been increasing. So thank you all very much. And just like that, Tammy. See ya. Out of here. Bye bye. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers.